1: Greg, thank you. It is Friday, March 1st, 2024. I'm Dave Congleton, kicking off the 4 o'clock hour. In about an hour, Michael Aaron Woody will be in studio with us. We have the primary election on Tuesday, and the prognosticators are suggesting that in the California Senate race to replace Dianne Feinstein, it is likely going to be Democrat Aaron Adamschiff against Republican, Steve Garvey. Uh, Which leads us to pursue the question as to whether or not the GOP can ever make a comeback in California. So we'll see. And then at uh, 6.05, Eric Gorham will put the focus on Tuesday, primary election. There's really only... uh, I guess there's really only one race of consequence on Tuesday, and that is the 5th District Supervisorial Race between Heather Moreno and Susan Funk. We've heard from both candidates. We may give you a chance on Monday to talk about that race. We may give you time this hour to talk about that race. Uh, That's fine. In a couple of minutes, we're going to open up the phone lines or run an open line. And I'm sorry that we haven't been doing open line lately, but in this new format of the show, I, uh, I want to try to keep the open line going on Fridays, but if there is a breaking news topic or somebody needs to get on the show, then we're going to uh, we're going to sacrifice the open line. But it doesn't always have to be on Fridays, and maybe we can uh, think of other ways to get it going. I'm a little bit concerned talking with uh, Greer. Just a moment about dogs, please. Um, We now have like three dogs in a row that we've not been able to get adopted. And I just uh, worry about what's happening in this state and in this country, just in this issue. I know there are plenty of challenges. But you heard, you heard Greer today at animal services, there are 44 dogs and one cat. One cat. Why such an imbalance? As we've been preaching for the last few months, it's this a pretty grim situation out there if you're a dog. We don't have a spay-neuter. We don't have enough control on breeding as we should. And we've got these large dogs, Bakersfield and Fresno. They're in the hundreds, and they're just putting them down. And I know if you're you're sitting there, well, you know, Dave, I hear you say goodnight to Oliver, your cat, every night. I I don't see you do anything. And I've already decided, uh, Oliver. I don't want to say he's in his final stages, but he's in severe decline. He's. Uh, going to be 16 sometime this year. That's pretty long for a cat. And we're at the stage now where he's getting fluids three times a week just to kind of keep him going and keep him comfortable. But his time will come soon enough. And at some point, I am going to get a dog, maybe two. We'll see. And I don't know any other solution. It's just to try to get people to be more open about adoption. Other thing I want to get out on the table, and I'm not looking for a big immigration debate today. We certainly need to talk more about it. But I heard the news story on ABC News. In Arizona, uh, they're proposing to give you a right, if you're a property owner, uh, to shoot to kill people who trespass on your property. And I'm reminded that, oh... I don't know, maybe four years ago. I'm a member of a hiking group that's now pretty much defunct, but for a while we were active. But one Saturday morning, it was just uh, me and my friend David, and we were down uh, in Oceano by the airport. And we were walking along, I believe it's the Oceano Causeway. Is that the name of it? And we were hiking along, and we turned around to get Come back. And we got lost. And we ended up on this guy's property just totally by accident. And he was just angry. He was yelling at us, and you're on private property and you're not supposed to be. All right. And we were apologetic and explained our confusion. And he finally let us go. It was kind of. touchy there for a little bit. And when I hear this news story, I, I project back into my own circumstances. I, I'd hate to be the, the guy in Arizona who wanders onto private property and uh, gets killed. There are other ways to try to solve this problem, but giving private citizens the right to shoot to kill is not one of them. So I'm going to do my part in March, and I'm going to try to get uh, some different perspectives. Uh, Clearly, this is uh, one of the main issues of the uh, upcoming presidential campaign. But more to that, it's an issue that goes to the heart and soul of this country about who we are and who we can help and how many we can help and how we control who we're able to help. But what they're talking about in Arizona is just nuts to me. Anyway, let's take the first break. We'll come back. We'll up, up the phone lines and let you call in on whatever you want to talk about. We're live. We're local. We're hometown radio.
2: Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. Night to make romance. Need the cover
1: of sky. You have landed on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show, where there is no retirement allowed here. Isn't that true, Craig Hill? You cannot retire from
3: KVEC. Yeah. It's well, not allowed. I don't think it's not allowed as much as you can't afford to. So that's, that's the idea. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. the, I saw this mob movie where the guy says, you give him enough To like you, but not enough to where they don't need you.
1: If I were to lose, I I have enough that I could, uh, I'd be okay.
3: I wouldn't be great, but I'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be great. But even when, uh, you know, when you call it a day, maybe you could have been compensated a bit better. And I'm not talking about KVC. I'm talking about the radio world. You know, it's, we're, we're always that like third one down on the entertainment list. Who's above us? Uh, Television and movies. (laughs) actually and then i think janitors uh street sweepers but and then us we don't do this for the money no definitely not no but i love my job yeah i love my job you know that's the thing is i I can make more money flipping burgers at in and out and i'm sure colin loved his job but colin's he's a
1: public sector and i'm not knocking the public sector but there reaches a point where it just doesn't
3: make any sense for you to keep on working yeah i know a couple people who've uh, retired having worked in the, uh, the public sector and it, it's nice for him, you know, so good, good for him. Good for him. And he's made himself available for the show cause he's got time now. So well, now that he's retired, he can come over to my house and do all my projects that I got lined up. What would you have him do first? Oh, I got, so it's a long, I, I need a refrigerator restored, a general motors refrigerator. That's on my list. I need my, uh, my garage turned into a shop. I, you know, there's so many things on my list.
1: Well, let's see if there's anybody out there.
3: Craig and I are here. It's our open
1: line. We open up the phone lines and invite your phone calls. 805-543-8830. Also glad to read text messages. You can also call in toll free at 800-549-5832. Now, why would you call an open line? Well, you can just say hi if you want. You've got an event you want to promote. You want to talk about an issue that we have covered You want to talk about an issue we haven't covered? You want to ask a question? It's all pretty much fair game. We'll show you how it works. We'll start with Dirk on KVEC. Hey, Dirk.
2: Hey. Hey. I I don't have much, but I've been a longtime radio enthusiast. I grew up with radio, ham radio, licensed extra class for, for like, decades. I finally had had enough of the troll, chief executive officers, and ham radio, and uh, smashed up my gear and got out of it. I went and bought a drone. Okay, now they're very expensive drones that run like a thousand bucks. I got one off of Amazon about 160 bucks. Anybody in your audience thinking about getting one of those, uh, don't jump into it. Uh, it's a progression. There's things to learn. Even if you get the little recreational drone like I got, there's a free online quiz that you are supposed to take. And if you're in certain areas of the city, you need to get FAA approval. Uh, because well, of the airport and no flight, you know, yeah. restricted Dirk, drones and whatnot.
1: Yeah, Dirk, let me jump in for a second because Craig Hill has
3: had a drone. Yeah, I had a drone and uh, had planned to use it and really only used it like three times and then uh, sold it.
2: Yeah, it, it's kind of largely interesting. It'll keep me busy for a while. But I, I, I'm, I'm in the Laguna Lake area, and I've got the app where I, you know, I apply with the FAA and whatnot. It's a skill, learning how to fly. It, and I've got all the GPS features, but I'm going to do it manually. I want to relate what happened to me on the ham radio, okay? So sure. San Luis Obispo got one of the premier ham radio uh, repeater systems in California called the Pop System from L.A., and I got on it, and I was talking on that repeater, asking him how the best way to get them a hundred twenty-five dollar membership fee, which is a little bit steep, right? Trying to get them the money. And I mentioned briefly, in passing, in passing, an incident I had with an ATM machine that grabbed two hundred bucks out of my hand and pulled it back in the machine. It was a bank downtown with a with a mountain range, California mountain range, in in, in her name, if you get my drift. To make a long story short, I won that case. It's considered uh, felony frog type of stuff. I was scared that the men in the black hats were going to come and take me away. Right. And for whatever reason, this ham took exception to that and said, we are not, basically don't allow that here. Like, he owned the system and whatnot, and he was nobody. So it kind of went on from there, and I just had enough of it. I hear, hammer your guys carp and, and moan and cry about this, that and other for decades. And I mentioned this little incident in passing. If ATM machines are grabbing money out of people's hands, I want to know about that, don't you? Dirk, so hang I on a second. Me, oh, I won that case.
3: Hang on. Craig. Every time Dirk calls in, I just think how interesting he is. He is. Because, uh, Dirk, you have self-admittedly said that you choose to be homeless. You just want to be left alone. and well, that's he's got great. a drone. But how often do you come across a homeless guy with a drone, with a drone who likes rock climbing, does ham radio? Yeah. I mean... And read Sanskrit. Sanskrit. Yeah, it's crazy. You're just such a compelling, interesting person. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: the Sanskrit is the best thing I do I've gone through three sets of rock climbing And it, it it is what it is I don't mean to be crying or anything But I am getting up in age, and I'm having some uh, respiratory health issues So I don't know how much I'm, I, I may be in my last days myself I, It is what Neither. it is, I'm not crying, okay mm. I'm ready to go anytime But I can't take the culture Every time I go out in public I'm going to get insulted by this, that, and the other no matter what I do, and I'm typically this old homeless bump is doing more than these people are insulting me. All right. So the environment is, I, I, want to, I want to say one more thing briefly. I've accomplished everything I set out to accomplish. And the culture really, especially the religious community, did not help me at all. My interests were religious. Uh, right. Kosovo, Grig, Kornet, Greek, Sanskrit, I got to go, Dirk. I'm uh, done.
1: I got it. So, um, Okay, I'm done too. Anybody. All right, Alright, Dirk. Thank you, Dirk. Stay safe. Dirk was droning on there for a bit. It's compelling. But he was droning on. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It was Jim and Rio Grande. Hey, Jim.
5: <laughs> I love it when they say one more thing and it's yeah. another 10 minutes. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know if the article you're referring to about the trespassing, I saw it today where a guy got 25 years for secondary manslaughter just because a 20-year-old young lady turned into his driveway by mistake. Now, yeah. that, that infuriates me. As a legally armed American citizen, uh, no, no, no. My training was, was the, that's last resort to use your firearm. You have to be believing that you're in danger of death or bodily harm, yep. and the other person better have a, a weapon. Yeah. California state law forbids that.
1: And And, Jim, you know from previous conversations, I defend your right to... Have a gun, uh, you're a responsible gun owner, and I'm all fine with responsible gun ownership. But just this idea in Arizona that if somebody trespass on your property, you can shoot them dead without any sign of a threat or anything just for trespassing, I think is a little crazy.
5: I totally I totally agree with you, Dave. Uh, sometimes we disagree, but I agree yeah. with you totally. That That is insane. Uh, Arizona is... It's like the Old West. It might as well be Tombstone. It's open carry in Arizona. Well, it is in Texas, too. But California, there's very strict gun laws. Uh, I'm glad they're not getting any stricter. But because I was able to get a concealed carry permit, I I jumped through the hoops, went through eight hours of training with the deputy sheriff, and uh, got approved for that. But you never, never, never even think of of shooting somebody just because they're
1: trespassing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Jim, I'm glad we agree. Have a great weekend. Always good to hear from you. We move on to Ann in Creston. Hey, Ann.
4: Hello, Dave. Hey, Uh, I would like to promote an event. Okay. On March 16th and 17th, it's a Saturday and Sunday, at the Mid-State Fairgrounds, which is called the Event Center. Yes. Is the big annual home show. For home repair, home improvement, anything to do with your property, you know, landscaping, all that good stuff.
2: Craig, was
1: just talking about getting someone to fix his refrigerator? Well, yeah, restore. He
4: wants to restore a GM, I mean, a General Electric refrigerator? Yeah, from the 1940s. I, I happen to have one of those from the 50s, although I, and I think it says General Electric on it, but I'd have to go out and look in the garage. It actually works. And I'd be happy to donate it to you because there's nothing in it, and it's been there for about 50 years.
3: Now, this is a General 40s. Motors refrigerator, <laughs> and Pardon? this is a General Motors, as the car company, refrigerator built in. Oh, okay. In
4: I'm sorry. The, I thought you said General Electric. No, in the, okay, built in the late never 40s. Mind. So just wanted to let your people know that if they happen to be you know, looking for something to do on March 16th and 17th, I just heard this on the radio actually promoted uh, this week. So it is a home show, and, and, of course, I'm assuming it's free to get in, But and, and, of course, anybody can go to MidStateFairgrounds.com or the event center, whatever, Paso Robles event center. Why, and get are, you, that
1: detail. why are you going to it, Ann? What are you looking for?
4: I actually am looking for nothing, and I'm actually going to be in a Tascadero anyway at a friend's house for lunch. It's a little potluck, and I figured, you know what, I'm halfway, if not three-quarters of the way up to Paso from my place, because I'm 23, 4 miles from Atascadero, so heck, it's another whatever, 12 or whatever to get to Paso. I thought I'd walk through it. I need nothing. I have no intentions of making any improvements at all, but it would be interesting. I do need some hot water. A source of hot water, like a propane tank or something, uh, for my guest house. So I am kind of looking for hot water, but I'm just going to be going there with an open mind. and I don't care if it's raining. I'm just going to go for a walk.
1: You have a guest house?
4: Yeah, actually, I built it in 2012. Um, it took about three years to finish it. And it's real small. It's 300 square feet. I hope to move into it. So I've been giving away and downsizing like crazy. And it's already furnished. So it's got everything. The only thing it doesn't have is hot water. It has water, but no hot water yet. And I'm not really ready to move into it, but I, I will eventually. And I'm just downsizing. There's no, you know, it's great.
1: I got, and I got 30 seconds. What will happen to the place you're living in now?
4: um nothing it will probably be empty i don't plan to rent it but if i have visitors i would let them stay there so so the big house would be the guest house and i'll be in the 300 square footer which has three rooms it has a bedroom a bathroom and a kitchen and that's it no dining room no sitting room no nothing
1: what else do you mean kind of kind of has you covered
4: well, yeah, I'm just, I am just just—I—I want to travel, and I don't want to have to maintain a big house, so
1: I'm out. All right, you're I'm out.
4: I'm out. Talk to you soon. Have a uh, good weekend.
1: Thank you, Ann. Always good to hear from you. Let us go to California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Greg will let us know what's happening with our weather and our traffic. I'll take more of your phone calls and get you ready for Michael Aaron Woody, who's on his way. You're listening to Hometown Radio for the Central Coast. Happy Friday. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Michael Aaron Aaron Woody, excuse me, at 5.05. Steve Garvey is likely to make the primary runoff on Tuesday in the U.S. Senate race. So does this signal a GOP comeback in California? What would it take? Uh, We'll hear from Michael. We'll hear from you. Uh, Right now, we're just uh, taking your phone calls, running an open line, 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Feel free to text in as well. We're just sitting around enjoying the rain, enjoying the change in weather. You can call and say hi. You can promote an event like Ann just did. You can ask a question. If there's anything that's always been on your mind, you want to revisit an issue we've talked about. If you want to bring up a new issue, that's fine too. Whatever you want to talk about, 805-543-8830. Otherwise, I'm going to look over at Craig and ask him what he's going to do this weekend.
3: I am helping my brother-in-law and sister-in-law get a vehicle prepared for sale. So, that's the plan. And so, you're going to do this without buying it yourself? Correct. Well, maybe. But, yeah. well, here's the thing is, I would buy it to flip it, and that would be out there, because it's, it's a Volkswagen Vanagon, and I would never, ever own a German vehicle, but... Uh, it's been in the family for their family for a million years. It actually hadn't run in ten years. They hadn't started in ten years, and a couple weeks ago I got it started, and uh, we drove it around a little bit. And it was the first time he had ridden in it, uh, so it, he had a good time. and He took his kids around. I drove around it with them in it, and uh, it was fun. But it's he just doesn't have the ability to keep it without uh, storing it and whatnot. And it's in mint condition. It's a Volkswagen. Uh, what do they call Westfalia Vanagon? Yeah. You know, the camper type, and it's been garaged its entire life. It's an 89, and it's been on a couple trips, and otherwise, in a garage its entire life.
1: This is the topic we should pursue at some point, is whether or not people just have too much darn stuff. Yeah. I mean, just what we've been hearing, you know, the refrigerator
3: and the, the car, and just, hey, people, cleanse. Well, this refrigerator's been in my family since it was brand new. And uh, in fact, there's a story behind it with my uh, grandparents had bought it and back in the uh, 40s. And when it became the 50s, my grandmother wanted a new refrigerator, but they couldn't afford it. And so my granddad painted it like bright pastel colors. Uh, I think it was orange it, or I know it was orange. And then it became the shop refrigerator down in his uh, shop because he was a machinist, mechanic inventor type. And so it's been in the family since it was new. And now it's been passed to me. And so I, I'm lovingly restoring it. I've built a new bottom for it and whatnot, but I'm bringing it back to the shop state. But it's a, it's like a family heirloom. Every every cousin in my family has a story with this refrigerator, and my granddad. So that's what that that's about. And how old is it originally? Uh, mid 40s. Now this picture, I got a picture of it up. This is not of the refrigerator. Yeah but it is the same model refrigerator that I'm showing you. So it's a General Motors, beca- and General Motors refrigerators became Frigidaire. So the company that is now Frigidaire started as General Motors refrigerator, or General Motors. So there you go. I know, this topic is a hot-button issue. And Who's knocking are, on the door? So yeah, he's knocking. Everyone's wanting in on this conversation. That's right. A little backstory for you. That's but right. yeah. So I'm fixing this Volkswagen. we got a brake light switch to do on this thing, and surprisingly enough, the Germans decided to put it under the dashboard. Genius Germans, love them. Uh, makes it very easy. And uh anyway, so doing that and then put re- replacing the fabric on the Westfalia top that's on there. So that's my weekend. What about you? Restoring a classic car? Yep. Yep. Should take me all weekend. I've been working really hard building a retaining wall.
1: Well, my partner Kathy has been sick all week and uh hoping she feels better. She she's lost her voice just and I haven't seen her cuz I don't want to get that. We're supposed to Go out to uh, Morro Bay on Sunday to the By the Sea Productions play. Uh, I feel a little guilty because I've never been to a By the Sea production, but I need Kathy to be better first. So we're sending her well wishes and hope that she has a good weekend. Here is the one, the only Lance checking in. Hey, Dave. hey Lance, Dave, how you doing? All right, are you back? Or are you still in Florida?
0: No, no. I got back uh, late Wednesday night, and so been in the office the, the last couple of days. What, but, uh, what were
1: you doing in Florida?
0: Uh, Golf-related oh. uh, stuff. I was back there with the uh, USGA, United States Golf Association. They were having um, a referees' workshop with uh, different uh, officials from around the world, so I was back there uh, participating. Where, what part of Florida? Uh, we were in, uh, it's actually at TPC uh, Sawgrass where they hold the Players' Championship coming up in a couple of weeks. We were, because we the course is closed right now in preparation, so we were able to, to use the course kind of out. We were out uh, out on the course for three days, uh, but that's in, uh, just outside of Jacksonville. So I flew in and out of Jacksonville.
1: Uh, Craig was wondering whether or not you were teaching a class in golf cart safety.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, I'll tell you, amongst the officials, and, and trust me, this has gone around the nation with different officials that I know and different parts, and uh, it is now, um, I have become, I guess it would be a verb, don't do a lance. Oh,
1: I like that. <laughs>
0: I like that.
3: Craig isn't it great don't do a lance. And it, it really hits home, because you understand how much uh, yeah. damage was done
0: yes. in your high-speed yeah, so- golf cart accident. <laughs> Yeah, so so I had somebody say, Yeah, I was riding around with so and so and we were kinda going down this hill and I and I, I told him I said, Hey, don't do a lance. <laughs>
3: don't get lance.
0: Yeah, yeah. So but glad glad to be home, but uh it's interesting. I love Florida, but I'd never lived there.
1: Well, i I saw an article just today that everybody talks about the migration of leaving California. But you know where they're really leaving is Florida. They yeah. they, they have the they, they have the stats for Florida, California, Texas, and one other state. And yes, there are people leaving Texas and California, but more people are leaving Florida. Selling their yeah, homes. But
0: they're not Yeah, but they're not coming to California, I'll no. tell you that. But you know, who, you know but you
1: know who is coming to California? People from New Jersey.
0: Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Well I can see that. Same, same same level of politics but much better better weather.
1: There are a lot of New Jersey I mean, in in the old days in the nineteen nineties, on the Friday show, I would I was working at a station owned by Frank Sheehan from New Jersey. Yep. A movie segment with Bob Whiteford and Jim D. from New York and New Jersey. Larry Kahn did the pet segment. He was New Jersey. And then Bill Benica came on in the afternoon, and he was New Jersey. It was the mafia. Yeah. It was the mafia. It was the,
0: it's the mafia. But we're all, so. we all
1: had a connection to New Jersey.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, and the funny thing is, uh, you know, what, what is it? It's the, it's the Garden State, and yes. people are always... But I'll tell you, a lot, if you get away and kind of get into the central part of the state, New Jersey is beautiful. New Jersey it's is gorgeous. Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. It, it, so, it, it's you know, that's why it's called the Garden State. A lot of people don't, you know, they, they just associate Atlantic City or looking across the to, to Manhattan and New York. But, um, yeah, it, I'll tell you. Middle of New Jersey, the top-rated golf course in the world year over year over year is in the middle of New Jersey. Which one? Uh, Pine Valley. Even more than Pebble Beach? Yep. Really? Pebble Beach is always in the top ten. It's always better than Augusta National. But, yeah, Pine Valley golf course, um, uh, kind of in the the middle of New Jersey, very exclusive, uh, has been – Rated number one worldwide for year after year after year.
1: Is St. Andrews your your golden ticket, your bucket list item?
0: That, that's that's the one there, and, and Cypress Point are the two. And people are always amazed I've never played Cypress Point, having lived here all my life. But those two, St. Andrews and uh, Cypress, would complete my list of playing places.
1: On the Stalberg text line, funny you mentioned Larry Kahn. I've been meaning to ask what happened to Larry. Larry bought this incredible house up in uh, the heights of Morro Bay. He did animal services volunteer work for 32 years. He's a property manager. He owns property around town. and He just makes his income off of that. And he's got a a house with a view that you would kill for. What's he doing? He's doing quite well, and I suspect <laughs> yeah. he's not doing anything.
0: That which is which is absolutely perfect. I love to hear it from the gentleman you had on earlier from Caltrans. Um, yeah.
1: You're breaking oh. up. You're breaking up, Lance.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, Dave. I must. Oh, I know what it is. The airplane just took off above me, okay. <laughs> so. But I will talk to you, Dave and and Greg. You have a great weekend. Good luck with all your projects, Greg.
3: Thanks, sir. All right. Yeah, I need it. I need the I need the good luck. All right,
1: Lance. Thank you. Quick break, we'll come back for a final segment of the open line. Michael Aaron Woody is on his way. This is Hometown Radio for the Central Coast. You're listening to the Dave Congleton Show. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Well, I agree with you on that, but we won't say it. <laughs> Craig is typing little messages to me on my screen. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We're just doing a little Friday afternoon open line. We've had a great week of shows. We've got more to come. And...
6: Here he is, the one, the only. Here's Alan. Hey, Alan. Hey, Dave. Well, maybe Lance, maybe I should drive for him. It can't be any worse, right? Oh,
1: dear. There's a... Wow.
6: (laughs) Wow. There's an image you didn't want in
1: your head. What Lance needs is a driverless car. For people who don't know, Lance had an unfortunate accident. He was in a golf cart, and it uh, turned over and uh, crushed uh, his leg and his knee. But He's
6: bouncing back. Good for him. He's doing really good. Oh, he sounds so positive. I love it. That's just terrific. Yeah, um, going back to what you talked about, cleaning out your house, because I've been doing that on stages. Oh, there's stuff in the kitchen I'm not using anymore. If it's still good, donate it to a thrift shop. Uh, I'm going through my file cabinet today, going through paperwork I don't need, shred it or just toss it. It feels good and cleans up. And if you can, we have several good thrift stores in the area that donate to charity. So I encourage that.
1: What about Goodwill? You ever use Goodwill?
6: I've used Goodwill. I've used Mission Thrift. I've used, what is it, Fred and Betty's. And Fred and
1: Betty's? I'm not familiar with them.
6: That's on Hyguera. Really? And I think they donate to the Classical Academy. Mm-hmm. And then there's, what is it? There's the one that donates to Hospice. Uh, yeah
1: there's a hospice thrift store yeah craig yeah, you cool. craig's big into goodwill you're into big goodwill guy
3: yeah i go there uh almost every day at lunch just to make the rounds and see if i find anything there's always something i could use or get rid of so i really like going there they seem busy but it's the one i i go to the one that's the outlet thing over on uh industrial in sacramento mm-hmm. because it's the a one lot. Right here. it's yeah it's a lot cheaper the other ones will charge you, you know, decent prices, but still it's a little bit more. Here it's, you know, everything's a buck to 3 bucks.
1: Wait, wait a minute. It's it makes a difference which Goodwill I
3: go to. Well, the, there's the Goodwill stores. What mm-hmm. happens is this is the uh the sorting center. So it all comes in here, goes out to the stores, and if it doesn't get sold, then it comes back here for one last chance. And where you might pay, you know, $5 for a shirt at good at the Goodwill store, you'll pay, you know, five dollars for five pounds of shirts here they actually do it by the pound in clothing uh you know i bought uh let's see an outdoor patio heater that would normally be even at goodwill it would be you know fifty dollars for this huge industrial commercial patio heater i got it for three dollars because otherwise it's going in the trash yep so that's why i go to this one and they have a good thing so they uh, have a superb like
6: donating to them
3: record collection here if anyone's looking for vintage records this place is awesome.
6: I've heard that. What else is going on, Alan? That's a quiet weekend. I got my shopping in. I didn't make any plans yet for the weekend. Still working on that. But if it rains off and on as they're predicting, well, staying in isn't a bad idea.
1: You want to put a plug in for your tutoring?
6: Sure. Yeah, for those who need college or high school level help in chemistry, physics, math, or into calculus, statistics, or as we call it, statistics. I've been doing this for 40-plus years. The number is 543-2436. And for those who like names, it's 543 chem
1: and Don't forget the 805. Of course. Alan, have a good weekend. Thanks for checking in. Anybody else want in on this conversation such as it is? 805-543-8830. 800-549-5832. Always glad to read text messages on the Stolberg line. Uh, We're just uh, giving you a chance to call in. You can say hi. You can promote an event. You have a question you've always wanted to ask. If there's something we talked about this week you want to follow up on, if there's something else we haven't talked about, but we should, that's fine, too. Otherwise, it's just Craig and me. Yep. Uh, I got a text yesterday. Reminding me that our uh, young friend Lucy Wickstrom is off on her big journey to Europe. She's gonna be gone all of March. We wish her safe travels. And we'll get a report when she gets back. Peggy's in San Luis on K V E. C. Hi, Peggy.
7: Hi, Dave. Hey, How Peggy. are you doing?
1: Well good. How's the bridge game?
7: Oh, it's tough. It's a tough game, let me tell you. But um, you know, I'm plugging away been a year i've been playing it for a year and learning and learning and learning that might be a forgetting. segment that might forgetting. be a
1: segment sometime we've never done a segment on bridge
7: oh yeah well i'm not the right well i guess as a novice i could talk about it <laughs> yeah mm. um anyway i wanted to let your listeners know that oh hold on chad you can't eat now sorry the kitty cat decided he wanted to grab the food before i gave it to him <laughs> um The, um, oh, that last night online, and you could still see it, of course, um, was free and equal debates. And that included independent candidates, such as Jill Stein for the Green Party. There were two libertarian candidates, Chase Oliver, and I'm not sure what the other guy's name is. And then Gloria de la Vera, um, or de la Rivera, she's a peace and freedom candidate. So there were there were five people. Oh yeah, and Jasmine, who is sort of a Green Party candidate, um, but she's not on the ballot, our ballot. And um, so it's interesting to hear perspectives from candidates who are independents who aren't necessarily owned by the corporations. But so, um, was, was there any was there was, was, there, was, there, was, there, was there any difference
1: was there any difference between the five of them?
7: Well, definitely, with the libertarians, there were differences in terms of environment. And Peace and Freedom and uh, Jill Stein from the Green Party, you know, they're pretty aligned in terms of being against nuclear power but for getting rid of all fossil fuels. Um, but libertarian candidates were different. They were very pro-nuclear. Um, and they talked about immigration. There were some different stances. So, yeah, I mean, it's very different. I mean, unfortunately, RFK, who was invited, did not show up. Um, do we know anyway, why? Do we know why? Free Equal why? is a or non organization based in Cambria, and they had this online debate with independents, and they do this regularly.
1: Yeah, Christina tobin has been on the show multiple times promoting that. Mm-hmm. Why, why, yeah. did, why didn't RFK come?
7: I don't know why RFK didn't come, and I don't know why Cornell West didn't come. Um, you know, they might have had prior engagements. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't get, I don't know. But it's too bad because I mean RFK would do a different slant, certainly.
1: And you're um, you're supporting Jill Stein, I gather.
7: Yes, I am. I am a Green Party advocate. Yes, so for president, I have a Green Party ballot. So Jill Stein's the only person on the ballot for the Greens. And then for the Congress and U.S. Senate and local races, um, it's just an open ballot in the top two as your next guest will be talking about. How much, um, long,
1: how much longer is she going to be running? How many more times is she going to run for president?
7: Well, I don't th- She wasn't really anxious to run this time, but she was kind of... Since Cornell West was our candidate in the beginning and then decided to be independent for his own reasons, and I understand what his reasons are, um, she felt that, you know, the Greens need a candidate, and uh, she knows what she's doing, and she's learned a lot, and she's been really doing well. I mean, she has a really good organization in terms of uh, press releases and such. I know she isn't on CNN and all that because the, you know, Democrats and Republicans kind of have a stranglehold on that.
1: Yeah. Are, are the Greens on the ballot in all 50 states?
7: Um, not yet. Um, I think we have close to 30 states. Uh, but, you know, the work in ballot access is really tough. Um, there's a lot of petitioning and needs a, you know, sometimes it needs a lot of money, and uh, the Democrats really blockade um, us a lot because, you know, like we were supposed to go on the ballot in Pennsylvania uh, a couple of years ago, and they just lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. So um, yeah, they they're scared scared yeah. of the Green Party as opposed to hey more the merrier. Hey, do you want to do you care about democracy? Let's have voter choice, and that's what I would say. Let's have the votership real choice. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, we can and debate it, that.
7: It, it, I, I guess yeah, we can I, do a I guess on that, but uh, yeah, but yeah, free and Equal um, had a debate. And people could just Google it, and right. it was a two-hour debate with five different candidates. Perha- so perhaps,
1: perhaps those of us who vote Democratic or Republican would go for a third-party candidate if someone were to run who thought we thought were qualified to be president. Jill Stein uh, is not qualified to be president. I'm not sure RFK yeah, and, is. Uh, Donald Trump is. I'm not. Voting, <laughs> I'm not voting for Trump.
7: I know you're not. No. I'm just saying. Um, you know, RFK is qualified. He's been in, in, you know, Congress, so.
1: No, he's, you know. uh, he wasn't a congressman. He was an environment. RFK Jr. was an environmental attorney.
7: Right, right. But, you know, yeah. he has a long legacy. And um, so it's good to hear that if you thought someone was qualified, who you agreed with, you'd vote for them. Whereas I, wanna, you know, I know she would do great. Great work for, for social justice issues and the environment and for cl- stop reducing climate disaster, which the Democrats and Republicans continue, continue, continue.
1: All right, Peggy, we cannot continue, continue, continue. Always good to hear from you. Have a good weekend. On the Stolberg text line, as part of our open line, I find the more space you have, the more things you find to put in it. That's true. But you know you have a problem if you're paying up to $250 for a storage unit to keep your stuff in well from what i've been hearing if you're paying 250 that's a pretty good deal there are places now do you have a storage unit
3: i had a storage unit for two years that i had planned to keep for two months and finally i just gave up and i they kept raising the prices every couple months it would go up and finally i just had enough i'm like why am i storing crap that i don't use and so i got rid of half of it and the other half i'm just wedging here and there at my house I have a lot of legacy things that
1: yeah, I own. I do too. You know. But when I moved from uh, Napomo to Arroyo Grande, I reduced my stuff by about a third. And when I moved from Arroyo Grande to San Luis, it was by another third, but I still have too much stuff. Uh, Cheryl is texting in on the Stolberg line, accept donations. You know what that word referred to?
3: I, I don't. No.
1: Cheryl, you got to use full sentences. I'm sorry, dear. We're not sure what that's in reference to, but we appreciate the thought. Now, I mentioned this early in the week. I've just been um, trying to downsize a little bit and not throwing stuff out so much as finding homes for things that people might appreciate. Anyway, a good exchange. Appreciate all the calls and text messages that came in. Off we go. We've got ABC Radio News. Craig gives us all the latest in time-saver traffic and weather together. We offer you a conversation with Mr. Michael Aaron Woody. Stay with us.